1: It's like radio but it's not on the radio.
2: Hogan, Hogan Johns. just John. super happy with the way that our guys fought. It was a little slow start there. Defensively, gave up a couple big plays. You know, a lot of players made a lot of plays, but today uh, was Mitch's day. Here's Montgomery.
0: Pass is caught. What a start. Touchdown, Chicago. WGN Radio presents Hogan Johns.
2: You know, we've had some some tough times this year, but for him to fight through and then make plays, like that's a situation where we need you guys to step up and make plays.
0: Rubisky on first down. Floats, passes, juggled, and caught for the touchdown, Horstead. Which side wins? Passes, caught, for the touchdown, Montgomery. With WGN's Adam Hogue. I can get used to this winning thing. And from The Athletic. Adam Johns.
3: That's the kind of winning attitude that's gonna take this enterprise straight to the top. You always got something to play for, especially when you play for your brothers. We put ourselves in a good position to have another big game next week. We just gotta continue to stick together. Just keep grinding, stay humble, and continue to work hard. A minus five. Here they are. The Adams.
0: Hey, hey,
4: happy Thanksgiving. How about that victory for the Bears? And an MVP performance from Mitchell Trubisky.
5: Today was his day, as Matt Nagy would say. <laughs> How about that?
4: Well, it was a Thursday. We are rhyming today. <laughs> Chase Daniel told us, those Thursdays, you got to watch out. Best practices.
5: Best games apparently now, too.
4: Welcome in. Happy Thanksgiving, to everybody. We are recording this podcast in a very unique situation. I'm very excited about it. We are in Kevin Fishbane's car right now. What kind of car are we driving here? Uh, it's a. I believe it's a. It's actually my dad's car. It's a Honda CRV. Nice. So we're in the Honda CRV. Very comfortable. It is. We got plenty of room. Spacious back seat. Uh, highly recommend the back seat room in this Honda CRV if you're looking for a car. And but we're not just sitting in the back seat like Kevin's our Uber driver. No. Because Jeff Sh- Dickerson is sitting shotgun.
0: I was told this is a ride to the Steak and Shake in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And uh, now you two are in the backseat taping your podcast. How lucky are you? (laughs) I mean, to get to Steak and Shake on Thanksgiving night, I will endure this award-winning podcast.
4: (laughs) Endure is the right word. That's usually what our listeners do every single time. Um, So if you hear any audible groans or moans, it's it's Kevin Fishbane or JD here. JD reacting to my takes. Definitely is what's going on. Um, how, but, yeah, we should, well, let's get all our sponsors out of the way. We're going to Steak and Shake and uh, Honda CRVs. Thank you. Welcome in. Follow us on Twitter. At, at Adam Hoag, At Adam Johns. On our way back from Detroit, where the Bears managed to win. Victorious. It wasn't pretty, that's for sure.
5: But the story is well, obviously... some of it was pretty. I'll, I'll say that. Some of it was pretty. 90 yard scoring drive, had some awfully pretty moments. Mitch Trubisky's best drive of his career? Yeah, some of his best throws of his career. To Anthony Miller, best best game of his career.
4: I would say, and I felt like it at the time, the third and four, they're backed up at their own 16-yard line. Allen Robinson, of all people, had just dropped the first down pass, which was a little low, but right there for Allen to catch. Make the catch. And he drops it. Trubisky had thrown a bad interception, had his head knocked in twice, including the drive right before that where he actually went in the medical tent because they called down and said you probably need to check him for a concussion. All that going against him on third and four, and just a perfect throw
5: to Anthony Miller to keep that drive going. Yeah, I thought it was one of the best throws I've seen from him. I mean, the Taylor Gabriel one, it was an exceptional one against Washington, but just in terms of standing in the pocket and dropping it in over a defender with accuracy... To a receiver that you can't you hadn't connect with really the entire season or, or even earlier in the game. I mean, his connection with, with Anthony Miller has been a re- recurring storyline. And then to complete that pass, and then another 32-yarder down to the 2. Again on third down. Yes, yes, third and
4: five. Yeah. Great balls. You said it, Mitch Trubisky's great balls. <laughs> right there for you. <laughs> uh, if, if we're going to talk about what – The Bears are thankful for on Thanksgiving, though. How about Matt Patricia? He has to be the best coach that the Bears have on their staff. (laughs) Continuing to go man coverage every single time against the Bears. I know that's what he does. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to matter how many times Mitch Trubisky beats the Lions in man coverage. He keeps throwing it out there. Yeah, I, so I, I it's felt amazing. like there was
5: a little bit more zone, but but you're right. All those long completions. One-on-one. On one. Yeah, one-on-one. On one. Anthony Miller beat his guy. I think it was Justin Coleman uh, in both instances. Beats his guy. Perfect passes. Great balls, I which I should say. <laughs> <laughs> right in the money.
4: Uh, but you, you know what also I think is important here, uh, and we he- well, you'll hear from Matt Nagy here in a little bit, as we'll, we'll play his post-game presser, but um, Nagy talking about... Not only just we we see Mitch throw some balls up in one on one situations and hit some guys, but the touchdowns, both to Jesper Horstead and then to David Montgomery to go ahead, not his first read on either play. They both plays required the cornerback to go through his reads, see what you know, see and trust what's in front of him and make the right decision. That's where we've seen Trubisky struggle, and you know I look, it's against the Lions,
5: but. He made the right reads today. And he stood back, though. Let's give the offensive line some credit. Just that I know Trubisky had to make some plays with his legs today, but you're down Bobby Massey. You already got Rashad Coward out there. He did have some bad penalties throughout the game, but in most instances, at least on that 90-yard drive, the protection was pretty sound. Yeah, and Nagy gave
4: the O-line credit for that. Um, and I think they were better in the running game. They didn't run the ball a whole lot, but... It did seem like they were picking up more chunks of yards on the ground. So on the Jesper that touchdown, first of all, great catch. I wasn't sure he caught it, but it looked like on the replay he did get his hands underneath it. Twitter's uh, happy. Twitter's uh, very happy. Yeah, but look, I mean, this guy has shown an ability to make tough catches. He did it in the preseason, um, and <laughs> yeah, J.D. didn't like that take. He
5: has, though. It was it – was,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just <for a> horse. Jesper for
5: horse. But that's the whole point, though. You know, we're we're at the Jesper Horse storyline point because Trey Burton can't do it; he's hurt. Right. Adam Shaheen's riding a bike somewhere because he doesn't have a foot. Apparently, he's out. You're down to Bradley Sowell, JP Holtz. And Jesper Horstead. Yeah,
4: well, I mean, look, everybody's seen the Jesper Horstead scouting report, though, right? Um, no, for, for real, though, he has an ability to make tough catches. His problem he is he's a—that's he, why he caught so many passes at Princeton. It is the Ivy League, but he can make tough catches where he's learning the position. He's going from being wide receiver to this Utah and end, and he's having the block, really, for the first time. So it's been an adjustment. But I do think you get him in situations where one-on-one, he beat his man, had inside leverage, Beat the guy, Mitch. Put the ball where it needed to be, and the guy it made a ball. nice yeah. catch. Yeah. So there's a um, an alert on that play, is what I found out. And so Jesper is not necessarily the first read, unless Mitch sees whatever the alert is. And I, I'm guessing it has to do with the play action there that was on that play. Um,
5: yeah, He faked the toss to um, Tariq Cohen. To yeah, the right. Yeah,
4: because you'll see right away once he did that, he did go to Horsted. Um, but Nagy did say that that wasn't necessarily the first read on that play. Horst had said, you know, that's not exactly, you know, the play's not exactly designed for him unless they see what they saw. And obviously Mitch read it correctly and made the right throw.
5: That's what you need. That's what you want. Second overall pick to make plays like that, to make the reads, and that's been the, the, the question mark about Trubisky really the entire year, other than you know bad throws, boneheaded decisions. It's just he's not processing the football field and what he's seeing. Now, again, maybe it helps because he's very familiar with the Lions. He's got a lot of confidence against the Lions. Maybe it's just he knows Matt Patricia's defense like the back of his hand, but you need to see more of this now. He did the right thing today. It's, it's about building on this game, and he's got a lot of moments to build upon.
4: Yeah, I mean, look, four tough opponents here the last month of the season. Can he keep this going? Probably not to this level, but I I, I, the, I I, think he played okay against the Rams. I still maintain that. It wasn't a great game. It wasn't a, I don't even know if it was a good game, but he wasn't bad. So the question is – He
5: doesn't have – look, he said, he's yeah, you don't want to call it a – A a good game for him because the the bar should be higher. Four legitimate weeks of momentum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see that. What he doesn't have is like those hilariously bad games that like a Jameis Winston will have, where he's just throwing the ball around, having like five, four or five interceptions. I'm not lying. Like there's some moments like his interception today, bad play, right? Late behind this guy, and he didn't put any juice on. Yes, yes. He tried to put some touch on it, but he was late. Uh, His his third down run, which. In the red zone at the end of the first half, he could have had a first down. We all saw it from the press box, but he saw something else, you know, ended up being well short of the first down. They settled for the field goal. So you still have those moments. But just in terms of, like, comparing comparing him to, like, other Bad quarterbacks, who have bad moments. He doesn't have like that hilariously bad Jameis Winston game where the the ball's all over the place and he's having multiple interceptions. I'm uh,
4: struggling to read my notes here in the you, dark. You want me to help you out with the, the light? Detroit dark. We no, we're all right. Uh, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was actually the next thing on there. The uh, that that weird scramble in the in the second quarter, late, right just before halftime, where it, it that was one of those what the Mitch moments that we talk about. Like, yeah. what, what just take the first down. What was
5: he doing? Right. Um, but honestly, you know, other- at one point I thought, like, you know, he did have guys converging on him, and, and I was talking to some other reporters after him, like, you know, maybe that, that non-penalty head-to-head shot that he took early in the game maybe – Made him a bit jittery. I don't mean to be giving the guy excuses, but that was an egregious hit. I don't know how Jerome Boeber missed penalty yes, Standing right there, was standing he not? Standing at it. Yes. So, not an excuse. You still need your quarterback to make that play. slide. they're going to protect you, man. I know they didn't protect you earlier. I get that. But, you know, you're trying to rationalize an easy play, an easy first down run for the guy.
4: Uh, I do want to get some thoughts here from the Fishman, since we are in his car. Is it, it is it legal to podcast and drive at the same time?
5: Uh, I believe his hands are on
4: the steering wheel. Um, Alright. You can either hold the mic up or you can hold it, whatever he wants to do. Kevin, how do you put this game in the context for Mitchell Trubisky?
1: Well, you know, first off, obviously everyone can read the thoughts at my thoughts at There's Ding, ding. Um, you know, he did something he has not done. Which is lead that type of comeback late in the game, rally back from an interception the way he did, make three touch throws—the one to Horstead, two to Miller—successfully in a game. And we usually sometimes we see one of those throws. They'll, those have been maybe his, his the, one of the biggest appointments this year. Is he hasn't been making those throws? We've seen those, you know, the, the Taylor Gabriel miss against the Chargers. Those have just been falling a little too deep. So I mean, I know it's the Lions. I know they're six and six. I know he didn't It's not like he did Anything today that Made me think okay They should not go Sign somebody But I think you Can still be pleased That he's doing Things that they've Been expecting him To do for a long Time like he's not He didn't go Backwards today right He took a few Steps forward now He's got to do it Against better teams Down the stretch
4: And for JD I mean This really kills
0: The uh, the Chase Daniel Momentum well, I had that um, sign Mitch to the extension story ready to go, but then I figured Johns would write it anyway, so I <laughs> get to it. Um, by the way, uh, Mitch had some horrible games against Green Bay and New Orleans. Adam, come on now, maybe it's the, uh, the lack of oxygen in Fishbane's car. That, uh, <laughs> it's has, hot in here. You're not remembering that. But, no, but seriously, though, he played very well. He really did play very well. And I think with the goofy not going for the first down play, the run for him. I think if it's last year, I think he plows ahead and gets that. I think the shoulder and the hip played a factor in that. I really do. Yeah. That's that's
4: that's fair. And I think that was after he took that head-to-head shot, too. Again, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And honestly, I, I, guys, when he went to the medical tent... I thought he had a concussion.
5: Yeah, you never want to see the head trainer take the, the helmet away almost immediately well, off the field. When
4: you looked at that replay, I mean, his head hit the turf hard, and that was the second shot in the game that he took to the head. So I, when that happened, I was immediately looking, uh, Chase Daniel warming up, because this might be Chase Daniel's game the rest of the way.
5: Oh, boy, oh, boy. But he came back, and then, he had his, again, maybe his best drive of his career. No, oh, by far the best driver of, of his career. Just in terms of, uh, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but this, they, they came back from, from 10 points. I know that's not a lot, but I think this is only the second time in his career he, he's had a comeback like this. The, the other one was, what, the, the the Cardinals game last year? That wasn't a pretty game for him. This was a pretty comeback for
4: Mitch Trubisky. Well, Trubisky's obviously the big story in this game. Um, there was a lot of not-so-good things yeah, throughout yeah, the game. Yeah. Uh, we will get to those. First, though, let's hear from uh, Matt Nagy. After the game, uh, you can kind of get some context from him on uh, on Trubisky's performance today and what did seem like genuine praise for the quarterback, um, which honestly, Matt Nagy needed some, probably needed to see this today because we, we were talking even the other day that come on the head coach has to have his doubts for sure yeah with what's been going on so here he is Matt Nagy
2: after the Bears beat the Lions all right first of all um happy Thanksgiving to everybody you know it's a, it's a great day to all, to all. and I want to I want to give credit to um to coach Patricia and Darryl Bevel um as offensive coordinator and then David Blau in regards to the way they played uh you got to give credit it's not uh it's not an easy thing to do but they they fought they they played hard and so we um uh, that's that. Uh, in regards to the the, the team, uh, you know, every game is always going to come. They're all close. A lot of parity in this league. But I'm just super uh, happy with the way that our guys fought. It was a little slow start there defensively. Gave up a couple big plays offensively. Had the first final good drive on the first on the first drive, which was nice. Then stalled out with some three and outs. Um, had the penalty drive in the in the second quarter, where we were again doing what we've been doing, which we want to get better at. And then had the two minute to end the half. So kind of got through there and then the second half um we were able to get back on track a little bit um and i just you know a lot of players made a lot of plays but today uh was mitch's day it was his day he uh He did a lot of things today in regards to um, making special throws at special times. I I think someone just told me he was 17-19 and on first down. I don't know if that's right or not. Uh, Third down, uh, those two big plays there uh, at the end to win the game, game game-winning drive. uh, 30-yard throws to Anthony Miller on third down. And then the touchdown pass to me stands out to Jesper Horstead, um, which really wasn't number one in the progression, but he made a throw and he made a, uh, uh, a heck of a decision. And then probably the last one was the touchdown pass at the end to, win, to help win the game. Uh, David was third in the progression. So, again, that's a growth for Mitchell, getting through progression one, progression two, and making plays happen. I think that's what I'm probably most proud about.
0: Uh, Matt, how would you assess how mid responded from the moment you <laughs> do the day? Yeah.
2: Well, he went. I, he went six for six, six for six. Afterwards, uh, on the pick, he had a Rob early, um, and so a Rob beat him at the line of scrimmage. Went across on a deep cross route, and he lost a little bit of vision with him, couldn't see him, and then and then so it made him delay a little bit with the throw, and then the kid made it Slay made a good play and under, undercut it. So those happened, but to to Mitch's credit, he didn't get rattled, and he it was we we've been talking all season about the next play mentality, and that's what he did.
5: How about the confidence he showed. So you guys are. Backed up a drone by the penalty after the drone. To make that throw and to make a difficult throw in that
2: situation. Sure, no, that, that that's what I think this kid deserves. Is you know we've had some some tough times this year, but for him to fight through and then make plays like that's a situation where um, you got we need we need you guys to step up and make plays. And it, it might not always be the perfect play call, but if there's if it's if it's gray, you know make make a play and not just the throws, but then these guys making the catches. And then also I want to give credit to the offensive line. I felt today calling in our in our run game, it felt. like... Like almost 5 yards a carry which is great but then also to throw the ball 39 times um, or 38 times the, the protection that they gave you, that, you can't throw the ball without protect. We always, we'll get on them if they don't protect well when they do protect you're able to have this success
3: I'm
2: sorry say it again how much is what how much what?
3: Does it derail what you want to do when you have those self discipline issues and you end up in the first and third
2: yeah, you can't, well there's no calls for that you have to fight back to get to third and ten right? You know, unless you take a, a shop and now you're taking your quarterback, you're having a risk of getting getting, getting hit, and they know screens and draws are coming on first and forever, second forever. So, I'd say uh, if there's a negative to the game, which there's a lot of positives, the improvement that we need to make is the penalties. I think we had ten total penalties today, um, but it's hard. It's that one, it's the, the, f- the fourth drive of the game we had too many penalties, and then we, we that's when we went for it on fourth down, that just fighting back for either a 50 your fifty-one-yard field goal, but we, we wanted to go for it. I go for it. Go
3: for it?
2: We just—I just felt like at that point in time, staying a little bit aggressive, and and uh, um, I, I thought that we got the whole way back to that point. If it would have been um, a little bit further out, fourth and uh, what was the exact distance? Fourth, fourth. Six. Six. yeah, so fourth and seven, eight, nine in there probably would have probably attempted a long field goal. Yeah, because we fought—I forget—was it first and thirty-five? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah, so we got back to to man manageable and we're in that gray area of do you take 3 and settle for 3 or do you show that hey let's go get this thing and we felt good with the play call but it ended up uh, not working.
5: What did you say, you say to the pitch after the touchdown of to Montgomery where you guys
2: take Yeah, I well I told him that that's what special players do right there because what he did is again that wasn't that was further in the progression. Um, we we were looking for a specific uh, um, uh Really route and play, and and but he extended it, and he made the decision because right there. You you have you basically have three points, right? So a touchdown you win the game, but you have three, so you don't want to get in a situation where you lose that three points because you force a throw. And so he he did a good job, and David did a great job of coming underneath there. We we didn't have one live rep this week at any plays. Everything was walkthrough. So when that happens, you're you're proud of your guys for for making good plays um, and working through the progression. We another
0: late in second quarter that kind of
5: weird scramble where you do the first down. Just- from that moment, going through that moment, yeah. the interception and in this the way he bounced back. Just, what, what did you say
2: to him then? And- I, I had a couple. De- I forget which one you're talking about. I had about three or four today with them um, for different reasons. Sometimes I'll ask him "Hey, would you see on this play?" So that I have an answer as to why I know he didn't throw somebody. But then one that one that's where he makes a good throw. Like for instance, the one the horse did, Jesper, that Jesper that was that was again one that we didn't really practice much, but he made a great decision and a better throw. Um, so there was a there was a few of those where he just stepped up and, and said you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna make plays and it's it's a beautiful thing.
0: His third short on thirty plus. Yeah. What. Does it say, or what did you like? You know, about taking some shots, yeah. positioning to go down the field with maybe a low percentage throw yeah. in such a big
2: situation. Well, they know it's third and four, so they're going to sit on the sticks. They played a lot of man today. They popped some zone too, but they did play a lot of man. and That's what they've done. And so, when teams play man, you need your players to make plays, and that's really what happened today. We had a quarterback that has that stepped up and made throws and gave our guys chances. Uh, and then when the chance was there to make a play, they made plays, and I think that's where we finally feel like you get that okay we know we can do this um and it's a it's something that has to synchronize everybody together whether it's called me calling the right play and then when it when the play is called them executing it we, we finally have one of those games where everything felt good for majority of it there's going to be a couple drives like we had where you have a three and out for whatever reason there's defenses are good too so um but then that's the offensive side.
0: How impressive was the kind of play where he took that out?
2: That was huge. One of the, probably the biggest play of the game um, as far as the situation goes. I mean, to make a shoestring tackle like that on third and one, you know, that's an that's a, that's a absolute game changer. Matt, you
1: touched that and you put back the, the two of Miller and the one portion. So. Yeah. You've seen some times this year where it's just been a little, a little out of reach. Right. I see him do that three times this game, what do I tell you about?
2: His confidence and trust, I did make those. Plays. That's that right there. Um, when you see those, and you see the ball go up, um, and you see the, the the touch, because not every throw is going to be a what we call one throw, where it's a laser, or a three throw, where it's real high. It was that two ball, and you have to have touch. It can't be underthrown, especially the one to Jasper, and then the third downs to Anthony. Um, it's I think. It, it's big for building confidence uh, for him with those guys. And in 17, Anthony Miller, you're, you're feeling him the last two weeks. He's getting opportunities, and he's making the most of it. And
0: after the win against the Lions before after the Giants, you and Mitch both came in here. Mm-hmm. It's not good enough, and you kind of feel yeah. that, that frustration. Yeah. I mean, it's feeling more of me from like in there how do you, do the you kind
2: of role right so that part is great I think what's what, it's, it's been such a crazy challenging year in so many ways and we all what what's crazy to me not crazy but what's what's interesting to me is that we all want the same thing whether it's the the, the players the coaches the building um, the city the fans uh, all of us we all want the same thing and it just it's uh, it's been a challenge at times but now here we are to have a game like this. The the celebration afterwards today, the club dub that we had going, um, brought back a lot of memories. It felt very authentic. It felt very real. It felt guys were letting their personality show. And I know six and six, um, all that. But today we wanted to enjoy this moment, and it, it felt it felt really good. Did you boom? What do you think? You I'm actually not. Sure. As a matter of fact, I did four of them. Okay. Yeah.
1: Everybody's some of the best teams in the league. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What makes you think
1: that this? Will- translator against teams like
2: Dallas yeah no we have our we have our hands full no doubt um, very very good football teams that are all they're all fighting for for different reasons and um, I think what's what's um, good for us is any way you look at it we know that again all we can focus on is Dallas but this is something for us that we we uh, we know that it was it was really hard there in that four game losing streak that was hard, but we talked about a silver lining. We still don't know where that silver lining is at, but we're hoping that something like games like this today, the celebration post game stuff like that, that feeling you have, we became tighter throughout all this. But man, after that today, I, I, you can feel it. And so it doesn't mean that that doesn't mean we're going to go out and win every game by no means. But it just it it, it keeps guys uh, focused, and uh, we wanted. Do everything we can to try to beat Dallas. So about Mitch,
1: think, by the way, the grass, go ahead. Detroit trying to kick, I,
2: I, I had to ask that question after they did it because the kid made a heck. I mean, he laser beamed that thing right at him and, and hit him hard. So I don't know if they were trying to squib it and it happened to hit him, but maybe by doing that, you know, there's always a chance that you could ricochet off of somebody. So it's a high percentage, on, you know, type of deal. But they may have been trying to do that, and that's credit to them. With
0: Mitch, with Mitch coming off a game where he, he did play really well, his confidence probably is a little bit higher than it has
2: been how does that help you coach him during this next week yeah it, it, well it's, nothing's going to be different I think the biggest thing first of all again I said it the last two weeks and now I can stack a third week on top right for him uh, he decision making wise uh, making plays and then for our offense this is you know we always give. again when things don't go well it goes to the quarterback when things go well he's going to get all the credit but there was a lot of stuff that went well in this game for our offense so we'll reset Okay. What we just did right here after—well, enjoy it tonight, and then tomorrow it's all—it's all, it's all a reset. The confidence level jumps up, and you, you're happy for for each other. But there's there's the horse blinders and earmuffs that we just—all we can worry about is growing from that and and fighting for each other and just trying to keep getting better. So they're about
0: horse dead. Yeah. What did he
5: take
2: away? Well, he's he's been making some crazy catches you guys saw him in preseason but he's he's made some spectacular catches in uh in practice and so it doesn't shock me when you see him make that type of play he has that talent so how happy for for a kid uh on national tv in front of everybody to get a chance to make a play and he made it
4: thanks so all
2: right thanks guys all
4: right so you hear matt nagy there uh finishing up with some jesper horstead thoughts which certainly i mean gotta get the look Jesper Horsted was active today, Ryan Nall was active, Alex Bars, and Riley Ridley. So there was really nothing to complain about from the fan base today. Can we talk about the Riley Ridley play? <laughs> was that his only snap
1: of the game? <laughs> I think it was. Kevin, uh, only snap? No, he had a couple, he had like two others, but they were, it was very clear that he was only out there when there was a run play.
5: Okay. So that Riley Ridley play, what is that? The, the first play, the second quarter? Yeah, so out of a timeout. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Bears yes. have 10 players on the field. And Riley runs out there late. Yes, yes. Why they continue to have these, I don't know. What was the other egregious one? Well, it they was go late. for it
4: on fourth down. Yes. After a timeout, they have an illegal formation penalty and... Mitch did not snap that ball in time.
5: It should have been delaying game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what would you have there? You had Anthony Miller line up in the wrong spot. You have Mitch motioning him to get to the right spot in the left. Then he's got to move Tariq Cohn over, back over to the right. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. This is his play again, a play call after a timeout. So barely gets to snap off. Uh, maybe they had a different stopwatch on, on, on the field, or they just felt bad for the Bears there. But yes, just a calamity of errors again after a timeout. Or, or I don't get why this keeps happening. You know, we, we talked last week about simplifying things, playing faster, and, and here's another one. After the Anthony Miller catch, down to the two, Trubisky's trying to hurry everything up, mm-hmm. get to the line, right? The line's not moving with them. The offensive line's not moving with them. And Matt Nagy's sending in different personnel. So yeah. you still de- you keep having these...
4: Was that when they had to the delay a game? Yes, on when, the goal line. Yes. When, honestly, they should have been hurrying up just in case the Lions try to challenge that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. you could argue that Matt yes, I mean, should have done. Because right, it's
5: like, that's the game right, right there. How many times do you see offenses run down the field and call play, even if it's just like a like a nothing run? Yeah, They, they do it all the time. The Bears couldn't even execute that practice that better now guys but that uh, there you continuously have these these gaps that these mental Miscommunications that happen between the sidelines and Nagy and Trubisky, the, these personnel that he keeps sending in and out. It, it's still a bad look. Look, they overcame it today because you played the Lions, and again, Mitch Trubisky was exceptional when you needed him to be. But it's, it, it's, it, it's not good that these keep happening continuously every single week.
4: Well, it happened on both sides of the ball. I mean, too many penalties today. You got oh, they, Haha it, Clint Nix lining a yard off
5: sides. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Aaron Lynch running out into the field and, and then doing nothing. <laughs> It's <laughs> like, not even hustling to the line, and they got to stop on that play, right? Yes, and, and they're, they're lucky someone flushed David Blau out of the backfield. Um, but like, there's there's no hustle to the line, and then he just kind of just lingers and plays like a one man zone, and it's just just out there. Look, look, whatever. It's a bad look. He still had those, but you're fortunate you're, you're playing the Lions, who are going to Lions things up and you're able to escape with wins like this because you play game a team who are, who's probably a little bit worse than you in, in this fashion.
4: Could you imagine if the Bears lose the game because <laughs> David Blau gets a start after Chuck Pagano <laughs> was so confident the other day that Jeff Driscoll was going to play. They come out and they give up two big touchdowns right away. David Blau goes right down the field.
5: Imagine that. No, oh, the 75-yarder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny Galladay had a big day. Uh, Prince Mu Kamara had a long day. But after that, you know. They cleaned it up. Yeah, they, they cleaned it up. They got three and outs. Their, their drives were shortened, or the Lions' possessions were shortened. But it was not a good start. David Blount, I'll give the guy credit. He made some plays. He eluded Cleo Mack a couple times in that backfield. Yeah. got the ball out. He looked more athletic than I thought. I mean, I've always known he
4: could scramble a little bit, but not the athlete that Jeff Driscoll is. But he looked fine out there. I mean, he
5: did he he did escape some pressure throughout the game. Yeah, I mean, that's a game that a, that a backup third-string quarterback has, and, and now he's on the team of – now he's on the radar for other teams. And, you know, he's going to go through the, the whole quarterback cycle. He's going to have a nice five-, six-year career going from team to team to team.
4: Well, he is a smart kid. He's the type of, you know, quarterback that can have – somewhat of a lengthy career doing nothing to your point. Yeah, yeah. You know, because he's just going to be good in the quarterback room and and the teams are always going to And there's two
5: guys on the Bears roster currently right. doing that.
4: Right. And David Blau's better than Tyler Bray, by the way, uh, who some people were calling for in the middle of that game when Chase Daniel was warming up. But that's Twitter for you. Um... Need to give a shout-out to Kyle Fuller. The tackle he made, saved a touchdown, kept him to a field goal there. That was a huge play in the game. Uh, Had a chance to talk to him in the locker room about that play. Here's what Kyle Fuller Said uh, about that uh, it was third and w- third and one, and he made the stop on McKissick for a no gain.
3: Yeah, uh, just one of those things you got to be uh, be alert. You know, it can always pop out to you, and um, you know, try to leverage the best I can. He, he almost got around, and uh, just tried to you know just give it all I got, and, and kind of reach for him, and I got I think I got a piece of him.
4: So it's one of those plays, John Z where you know the guy can bounce outside, and you just got to be ready for it. Fuller did a good job of kind of squaring him up, but then McKissick made a nice move to the outside and almost got by him. And if he does, he's going in for a
5: touchdown. Yeah, the Bears' defense wasn't great today. Not, not even close. Uh, Especially going given the circumstances, going up against David Blau, you can't have those breakdowns in the secondary. But they made timely plays. That Kyle Fuller one's an example. Uh, the, The the sack on third down. They kind of seal the victory by Roquan Smith. The great blitz dialed up. He had a great game. 15 tackles, two sacks all over the field. He did have that really bad, unnecessary roughness penalty, but made up with it for a sack. Uh, Nick Koukowski had a nice game. Uh, Cleo Mack, I feel like he's their only pass rusher really on the roster now, uh, although there are some noticeable plays by, by Leonard Floyd. But, the, again, David Blau. Escape them, So not a, not a great day overall for the Bears' defense. They have high standards to live up to, but they still made timely plays. Well, I tweeted going into the fourth quarter, it would just be totally unacceptable to come out of a game against David Blau
4: and not have a single takeaway, and that that was going to decide what happened the rest of the way, that the Bears needed to find some way to get a takeaway. Now, it didn't come until the end, but Eddie Jackson did get his first interception of the season. Yeah. Was that your? Uh, you called for a yeah, pick it's, six.
5: It's, yeah, it was a bold prediction. Uh, okay,
4: well, I'll give that one to you if you retroactively give me Jesper Horsestead's
5: touchdown, which was my bold prediction last all week. All right, deal. Uh, okay. Eddie Jackson talked to him after the game, said he wanted to, to, to bring it back. Um, he, he actually made the right decision. He made the right decision. Uh, he thought he could, too, by the way. And you know what? There was a lot of green room in front of him. Um, he didn't seem too happy with it. You know, he called it a free ball. Um, but, again, maybe it's one of those plays that helps the guy uh, break out here over, over the final four games.
4: Nice job by the fish man dodging that uh, deer on the side of the road about a quarter mile back. Just wanted to point that out real quick. A uh, dead deer or live deer? I oh, it was it. dead. Yeah, It was dead, but it was pretty close to the uh, – it was almost in play. Yes. Just off yes. the sidelines. Uh, okay. Yeah, so they get the takeaway – big play at the end, they needed that, and um, you know, just enough to, to win this game. Before we talk about okay, what's still in front of the Bears here, let's hear from Mitchell Trubisky. Um, was a little short with some answers, but also a little bit of humor in here. We have angry too. Mitch, yeah. yeah. But it's a kind of mixture of both. Serious Mitch. Serious Mitch. But then he got, uh, he got loose, especially when he starts talking about what happened in that tent, that medical tent. <laughs> so, by the way, wearing a very festive Thanksgiving suit, I might add. Did you see his suit? I did not.
5: I was in the locker room. Kevin, how would you describe the Mitch?
0: Drapes. <laughs> drapes? The drapes? I had in my house growing up in uh, on Parkside in, in Chicago. <laughs> Ooh, That's kind of a tough look for drapes in your house. Sorry about that. We did not have uh, a good decor. That was green carpet and uh, those colored drapes. The uh, shag carpet? Very uh, late 70s, early 80s retro look, yeah.
4: But a good description of Mitch Trubisky's suit after the game. I'm thinking he wore it just for Thanksgiving, or at least I'm going to try to give him that credit. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, here he is. Uh, just picture him in what J.D. just described. As in his the Drapes. Dickerson household Drapes. As you're uh, listening to this.
3: Yeah, it is, it is what it is. Turnover. Can't have it back. So you just got to move on and make plays from there. Um, thought we responded very well as an offense. Thought I responded. Uh, wasn't even worried about it. Just go back out there and continue to battle. What
0: did you see on the third-time guard of
3: Anthony? Were you kind of backed up in your own on there? Um... Yeah, first of all. Yeah, great route, great catch. o did a great job giving me time.
0: Well, what about just the, um, getting man coverage in that t- situation to take that shot and trust Miller to make that, that play? What did that?
3: Yeah, we knew we had man coverage. Um, kind of dialed it up for him. And we like uh, Anthony on corners. He ran a great route. O-line did a great job giving me time. And I just put in a spot where you can make a play. And he made a huge play for our offense. Then you went back to him on the deep shot at the right time. And also yep. What did you see on that play? And obviously, we were gonna start. Yeah, man coverage again. He, he beat the guy up. Uh, I think they were doubling A-Rob or someone else. Um, just put in a spot where you can make a play. He beat his guy, and it's my job to just get him the ball. Line did a great job with protection. And the first in-completion you to throw back to him on last round? On what? That first kind of caused you to look for him again? No, whatever happens, bad play, you got to move on to the next play. So it's a next-play mentality. Uh, I believe in my guys, and we're just going to continue to hopefully get better from here and continue to make plays. Man, uh, really
4: decision making on the last two touchdowns?
3: Yeah, we kind of got lined up uh, pretty quickly and gave him a look that we haven't showed before. So, um, little play action, I guess, with the fake toss, and they kind of everyone overflowed to the to the to the right side. So, Jasper ran a grid route, beat his guy that was covering him, and I just put in a spot where he could make a play. He made an awesome catch, so it was pretty cool that he got his first touchdown today, and uh, it was a good play, well executed.
0: On the second one, he said that Montgomery was actually in third three. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we just got lined up fast. Uh, it was a quick tempo play for us. Everyone just overflowed to the right, so just moved on across the board and uh, got the ball to David, so they weren't <laughs> expecting that. and uh, we, we didn't even practice that all week, so um, sometimes it just happens. You go out there and make a play and trust your guys are going to be in the right spot, and we found it. As
1: just saw you yeah. to go to the, into the tent for just a brief moment. What, what was kind of going on? There, and then just to get out and get right
3: back on the field and be able to lead that drive. Yeah, just some cool stuff going on in the tent. <laughs> um, you come off, the doctor sees you. You took a hit on the field. My head hit the ground. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Go in the tent, answer some questions. We're in Detroit. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> i got to go out and lead another drive. So uh, <laughs> we answered all the right questions, and it's all good.
0: That it was not number one, and you can talk about the growth. What do you feel um, in situations like that where you go through these, you make the perfect throw, perfect touch? Do you feel that sense of pride and growth?
3: Um. I feel like I'm doing my job. It's my job to to get the ball to the playmakers. Whatever the defense gives us, I got to put the ball in the right spot. Uh, especially when everyone else does their job. o did a great job protecting. Everybody was in the right spot. Jasper ran his route. Um, and you gotta you gotta just keep getting better. And you're proud of that growth. But it's bottom line. I gotta just do my job.
0: Can you just reflect on uh, how this team comes back you're losing streak,
3: and now how at the end of the season you've got something to for a playoff picture, etc. Yeah, for sure. You always got something to play for, especially when you play um, for your brothers every single every single day. Coming to work, just keeping it fun, just believing, uh, staying true to the process, and we put ourselves in a good position to to have another big game next week. So we just got to continue to stick together, just keep grinding, stay humble, and continue to work hard, and uh, we got a big one next week. So we got another, um, I guess, another week. We don't get extra time playing on a short week, but um, just proud of the guys, and it's been a lot of fun, even the ups and downs the season. Um, you just got to enjoy this, move on, and hopefully um, keep getting better from here. What you saw, what you were trying to do in the late in the first half, Third and five seemed like ran straight ahead and the left. easier to say in the press box, like Yeah, for sure. Different. Definitely easier to say in the press box. Um, uh, I just was trying to pick up the first. Didn't. The guy made a good tackle. Watch it on film. Um, i just out there trying to trust my instincts and, and find the opening. Uh, he made a good play. And I didn't get it. Mitch, were you surprised? I think in the first quarter that there wasn't a helmet to helmet. Paul, you got yeah. yeah. Was I? Yeah. Were you surprised that they didn't fall? I mean, it looked like helmet to helmet. Definitely felt like it, but um, <laughs> they didn't see it. So, I mean, it happens.
1: Mitch I said that you- he thought the team just kind of clicked today. Something just felt different. There was a different kind of confidence.
3: You well? Yeah, there was a good vibe coming in today. Uh, you could just feel it in the locker room before we head out. Um, that I mean, guys were ready to play. Uh, we made some mistakes in the game that we need to correct, but overall, it felt like a good vibe. Just going out there, uh, guys were ready to play mentally. Um, I think if we just clean up a few mistakes here and there, eliminate the penalties, and and just everyone just does their job, that we can continue to get better. But it, it felt good to get a win.
5: How about the vibe for this game? How different
0: does
3: it feel? I know it to win, but how different does it feel than the previous two wins you guys had? Um, it feels like um, we just went out and did their job. Um, it felt good to win, and we put ourselves in a, in a good position for next week. Um, I know uh, – me, myself, and this team, I think we're just hungry at this point to continue to get that feeling that you feel after you win. Um, and we just need to keep that hunger and just continue to get better and, and find ways to grow. So we're getting closer, but it, we're not there yet. Did you
1: know the importance of this team. i would say national stage, but also for you guys as a team after your season, do you feel like you to really prove something to your team back?
3: Uh, we're not trying to prove anything to anyone but ourselves. So we just got to continue to get better, eliminate mistakes, um, keep growing, keep coming closer together, and just if everyone goes out there and, and does their job, I think that's the type of results that we can get. But like I said, um, we just got to continue to stay hungry and, and want want more for ourselves and the team. An the
0: last
5: one, the two big Anthony on the last drive, touchdown What's the importance
0: of this offense to be able to fight off? Thirty plus instead of six, you know, and then just have that.
3: I mean, it's huge. It's definitely huge, especially in those situations. It's third and five, third and four. The defense is just trying to um, usually play around the sticks just to, like, not give up four yards, not give up five yards. So O-line did a great job protecting. And when you have man coverage, it allows the receiver a little more time to separate. And he made two huge, huge catches on the third down. And um, it definitely gives the offense momentum. And you just have that sense of belief that we got to go down and finish. So we just got to continue to be more urgent and just go out there and make plays alright thanks everybody thanks guys happy Thanksgiving
4: alright so there's Mitch Trubisky um, didn't really offer too much out there but still good to hear from him after what was you know one of his b- biggest games of his career if not the biggest in the way he performed uh, in, down the stretch big one for him so as we hinted at earlier though I, I think to validate what he did validate validate No, uh, right,
1: validate
4: okay the ruling is I was right the first time. No, it's
1: okay. I you went to Northwestern.
4: That's the uh, Wisconsin education, uh, not Northwestern. I would say Saint Ignatius education. Saint not you get, you well. yeah, shout out to the Catholic League for for that one. Um,
5: he needs to perform better down. The, he needs to keep us going. Yes, yes. Uh, obviously, tougher tests await. Uh, 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 I, I don't think the Cowboys are that good. Hey, I wanted to check the score here uh, before Kevin started correcting your grammar. Um, which was fair. Which is fair. Hold on, hold on. Keep talking. He actually didn't correct it. He made it worse.
4: It's technically what he did. Um, you keep checking the athletic for scores. Uh, right
5: now the Bills are currently leading the Cowboys 23-7 to as we drive back home. Uh, wow. So, th- yeah, uh, that, that place seems ripe for a change, even though Jerry Jones – uh, it gave, I guess, Jason Garrett some vote of confidence for, for at least the rest of the season. <laughs> we'll, always... see if he, we'll see if he changes his
4: mind after this one. I was going to say, that's almost bad enough that Jason Garrett might not be on the sidelines next week.
5: Yeah, yeah. Look, if there's any owner who's going to change his mind after a national televised beatdown against Josh Allen and the Bills, it, it would be Jerry Jones. But they're a beatable team. Uh, look, Packers, Chiefs, Vikings, that's the stretch. He's gonna to have to prove himself against two divisional rivals and the quarterback that was taken behind him. That's the season right there.
4: But this, I mean, it is a winnable game against the Cowboys. That's Much tougher, starts, yes, but it is winnable. Especially if you know if this it's score going to be cold could be cold. Uh, if that, I mean, if that score stays, I mean, the Cowboys are kind of in a free fall right now. Um, and then it sets up a game. You know, a, again, if you win that game, all of a sudden you're talking about going to Green Bay. Rivalry game and potentially getting Akeem Hicks back. Yeah, if I am correct, he can start practicing this
5: week. Uh, Is he going to call into radio stations and tell people that? Uh, I don't. Probably not, based on how he left things. (laughs) I hope he has a blessed practice, though. If he does come back, yeah, it's okay. Jokes aside, they need him absolutely. They desperately need him on that defensive line. With with all due respect to the the Nick Williams of the world and Roy Robertson Harris, the the pressure against the Lions was not there today, especially when you needed it to be. Why do you think he dialed up, you know, two blitzing linebackers? Why do you think Chuck Bagano has to do that? You don't want to do that, in an instance. You're losing guys in coverage, um, but they needed it. Look, great time, great great call. At a great time, but they need help. I don't know how how great of shape Akeem Hicks is going to be in his returns. We're going to to have all those football-shaped conversations, but they desperately miss him. They need him in so many ways right now. Well, I'm
4: guessing he's going to be in okay shape. I mean, I I still think part of the reason why he went on IR was because of that knee, too. It wasn't just the elbow. And assuming that that got in better shape, he should be able to be doing conditioning work. I would think so right now. But anyway, that'll be a storyline coming up here. And for that to matter, his potential return, they have to beat the Cowboys without him to yes. start with. Yes. And it is another Thursday game next week. So uh, we have a little bit of a weird wonky schedule coming up. I believe our next podcast will be Sunday. It's correct. If I make it out of Mark Carmen's wedding alive. And there's a good chance you don't. Uh, I would say uh, I'm questionable for Sunday. <laughs> we'll figure that out. What's our ETA to Steak and Shake, most importantly?
1: One hour, 23 minutes
5: to Steak and Shake in Kalamazoo. As Bart Scott once said, can't wait.
1: I
4: can't. I cannot. Starving. W- we could keep going until we get there, but then uh, Jeff Dickerson would kill us. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, he looks <laughs> enjoying
0: this. This has been a uh, real eye-opener for me. It's been <laughs> a very educational process, and uh, I'm a big fan. But you've never let me come on anything in the past. So, I mean, this is like I have to get literally stuck in a car with you guys for four hours to be invited on the podcast. If this is what it takes, I'm in.
5: Okay. Wow. Next time we'll have to hold them hostage again. Yeah, absolutely.
4: we got to make this a regular thing, especially Thanksgiving in Detroit. Um, the good news is you don't have to go back and listen to it now like I know you would have anyway once it was posted. He's done. He's done. He's done. He's
5: done. You put the mic up. Didn't even turn.
4: Well, it is going to be. He's he's getting the double. It is going to be. We're getting the rap sign. Um, This is going to be a great Thanksgiving dinner at Steak and Shake. Cannot wait. Uh, Thanks for listening throughout your Thanksgiving travels. And we should plug the Bears All Decade episode that you can still get on the Athletic and the Athletic app that Kevin Fishbane was a big part of. Um, That's still there for you.
1: 15 seconds here. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'll set it up. Northwe- oh, Northwestern and Illinois in the front seat of this car right now. Yes. Maybe we should give them both 15 seconds. But here he is, uh, Kevin, on uh, Northwestern Illinois.
1: So, I might be one of the only people in the country who will be streaming Northwestern Illinois live on Saturday. I want to watch Andrew Marty build of what he did last week against Minnesota. I think the Cats could really stick it to Lovey. I know they're going to their bowl, and they're feeling good. I think the Cats could potentially pull off the upset, which will, Fitz was going to use his great momentum into 2020. I think that was more than 15 seconds. J.D., your rebuttal. Yeah,
0: I don't know why uh, Mr. Cat here, and all apologies to uh, Dave Ennett for me calling Fishbane Mr. Cat. He's not the real Mr. Cat. Let me enjoy my lower tier bowl berth, okay? Can I just go to the pinstripe bowl in peace? You're predicting an upset, we don't need that in Illinois. We need you to stack these wins, and the Illini, are pin, bowl, striping, bowl, whatever. <laughs> Man, don't worry about New it. New York, baby. Got it. Seven wins. Go lovey. Ten more years on the contract.
4: Ten more. Give him the lifetime contract. He deserves it. All right. That's a wrap for us. Fun podcast here in the Honda CRV. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Follow us on Twitter. Read our reaction, wgnradio.com. The Athletic, Kevin and Johnsy up there, and JD's work on ESPN.com, too. We'll give them a shout-out. Everybody's here. This was a fun episode. We're going to go to Steak and Shake. Enjoy our Thanksgiving. Drive safely wherever you're going, people. We'll talk to you maybe Sunday, again, if I survive the wedding. See ya.
0: Gobble gobble!